0: Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Moser, here today with one other Infinity Bro and a special guest we will get to in a moment. But first, it is the person who says we are sticky together and absolutely ruins me every time we're together. It is Infinity Bro, Mark Jones. Right,
1: Max. I do ruin you every time we're together. That is 100% correct statement from Max Moser, not me. I'm glad to be here, in Infinity Bros universe, because I get no more joy than recording with the Bros and guests.
0: Bro and guest, single bro.
1: Well, he's he's such a, you know, compassing person that he's almost like multiple people. Sure. Are you calling me fat?
0: No, I'm is, not. Was that just nobody's, a fat nobody's calling anybody fat here?
2: That's body shaming, Mark.
1: I, well, you know, I'm big, so I can body shame people, so.
2: No, 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 it's cool. I know a fat person. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but, you
1: know,
0: they let me <laughs> and, say that. <laughs> and on that note, welcome our guest from the Christian Nerd Podcast. <laughs> it's our dear friend of the show, uh, Scott Higa. Scott, how are you?
2: Good. Thank you so much for having me on the Infinity Bros Podcast. I believe this is my third appearance. I don't know if that makes me, like, leader in the clubhouse, but... I'm excited and honored and felt gracious that you would invite me on. So I'm happy to be here. Once you
1: get to five times, you get a jacket.
0: No, I was no. just going to ask that. Do we treat it like SNL?
1: Five Timers Club.
0: Right. Yeah. Do we do but that? We only
1: have one jacket. So like, you know, hopefully you're an XL. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but my friend, you can wear it for
1: me. <laughs> you know, the so, guy,
2: in Mark, like have you ever
0: been on the Christian nerd podcast? No. Is this
2: have awkward? I? Are you? Th- no, I haven't had Zane on either. It's so, like, are these the only two Infinity Bros? No, I'm just, I just just
0: wanted to ask the question and get it out there. I'm not insinuating anything. I just wanted to ask a question.
2: Have you been on the show, Max? I haven't. Oh, my goodness. This is awkward.
0: Yeah, you've had you've had Isaac on like seven times. And I just want you to know that that's that's painful for I, you. not I know. me.
2: It, it, well, I remember you guys talked about I think it was on the patrons like. Who would be most likely to leave the Infinity Bros. And Isaac was pretty up there because he has all these connections and he wants to go do more Christian content. And so, you know, like I'm just waiting with open arms. I'm gonna seduce him, actually.
0: <laughs> It'd be a pretty easy shift for you, too. You just slap an S on the end of Christian nerd and you're done, right? Well, be Christian before, 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 before
2: I had a co-host and it was just the Christian nerd. But you know what? Not really. I mean, I'm not gonna go back to that because it's too much editing. No. Like it's just awful.
0: It's it's Something
2: like I, I can imagine there's many things on the cutting room floor that were they to get out. The <laughs> Infinity rose might be canceled.
0: Several. I, I think there's about three of us that for sure would be cut <laughs> if that happened.
2: I still want to know there was something that somebody said. Oh, what was it? Like there was a text message, like Zane said something oh, that, that was so bad.
1: Was a, I still don't in know. A group chat, oh, and, only, and only a group oh, chat with 11 guys and only Robbie and I saw. What that's zane right that was a, I it i loved
2: that conversation just the thing that zane said and that it was a reference to max
1: in some I way oh. and we and both and out of everyone robbie and i were like
2: mm, no on his deathbed mark when you're standing over max's dying body because you have finally vanquished your nemesis you whisper in his ear as the light fades from his eyes what that text message said the last thing he remembers in his life is you telling what Zane said?
1: No, I grab him by the collar and I yell in his ear, "I beat you!" <laughs> like <daredevil, the>
0: <laughs> Put a hood over your eyes, yeah, <laughs> so I can't even look you in the eyes.
1: <laughs> and there's Sarah and the doctors are ripping me away from you, your body on the hospital bed. You <laughs> can't
0: do it. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, Twitch and Discord. All of these links are in the uh, show notes below. We will also have a link, if you can stomach him, Scott, which a lot of us, there may have been a quick uh, heading over to another podcast. You can check out The Christian Nerd. We will have a link to his show as well. That's the only cross-promotion we're doing, though, Scott. I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear you bringing it up anymore. I don't want to hear any special events you're doing. Just let's that, keep the cross not promotion. Else.
2: Just from here on out, only infinity bros content.
0: Yeah. If you're with me, the Christian trust. Nerds, Scott Higa, yeah. At trust at the Christian process nerds. here. Do
1: you, I hear, is there a Slack group people can join too for Christian nerd stuff? There is a few. We got a Slack group with the Christian nerds It's called the Octagon.
2: It's a great place to hang out. It's like your discord server, but people participate. Um, oh.
0: That was, De- dude. <laughs> oh my goodness
2: get you
0: added to that we're podcasting we're doing it Um, before we get into our uh, advertised content which you will get to so cool your jets out there whoever's getting frustrated Calm down how offended on a scale of one to six? We rate things one to six. We'll put the bumper in later. Um, <laughs> on a scale of one to six, how offended do you get when people make jokes like "go to therapy instead of starting a podcast"? Scott, because like that rhetoric's <laughs> going around a little more right now, I think in in the atmosphere, in the Twitter sphere. Excuse well, me. People,
1: people who say that don't know how much a therapist costs. Because sometimes a therapist just one session can be anywhere from one hundred and eighty dollars to five hundred dollars. So those people can go f themselves. So. I think
0: that's I th- actually, Mark, I know you're you're being serious and I don't Go disagree around. with you. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So
2: therapy is expensive. And as we discussed in the pre-show, and if you want access to that, become a patron of the Infinity Bros at patreon.com slash the Bros. Smooth. Uh, smooth. You would hear us. Dis- you would hear me discussing my greatest fears uh, of living in the golden state of California. And a number of those are related to the cost of living out here. So the cost of therapy is very expensive. And I did try trying. I did try finding a therapist earlier this year. And I looked at all the therapists that were available through my insurance and none of them were accepting new patients like they weren't. So that was tough. And yeah, a therapy session is 150, $200 do that two or three times a month. My lips and cost $20. So it's much cheaper for me to turn on this microphone, sure. talk into it, share all my feelings, maybe cry a little bit, talk about an existential crisis I'm going through and then put a night, put a nice bow on it. And then, you know, go on with the rest of my day.
1: And basically you're doing what you might do in a therapy session that some therapists will tell you to do. It's like, oh, you should go talk to people with this. You could have a journal. So you know what you do? You have your own podcast that you talk about stuff. It's basically your living journal. So
0: I just find it funny that the same people that go like, hey, you know what? Do whatever makes you happy. Just do whatever makes you happy. For some reason, doing a podcast doesn't make them happy. Oh, my gosh. You can't believe you're podcasting. Unbelievable.
1: There, there's less healthy things to do. We, we could go out and be drinkers. We could go be going to the bar and spending hundreds of dollars every night drinking. You're right. So.
0: We could. But here we are. Just three nerds enjoying some podcasting.
2: I've got vodka We're in gonna- my water bottle right now. <laughs> just kidding. It's water.
0: With vodka. And with, <laughs> with, lemon. with vodka and lemon. It's
2: just water. <laughs> Ice cold water in my hydro flask. Do you guys have hydro flask out there? Like the Midwest. We, we love like hydro flask. Big like hydro Oh, country. yeah.
0: Big Yeti family over here at the Mosher Actually,
1: Scott, there's a thing called a thermos that just looks like this giant missile. That's what we have in the Midwest. We had those before it was cool, so you know.
2: I remember going on road trips with my grandpa, and he had like his legit thermos thermos, and he would just pour hot coffee into it the had thermos the lid, the lid. Yep. yeah, and just drink it. Driving his van is like, man, you're a gangster, grandpa. Yeah, drinking your hot coffee that you made four hours ago. And it's
1: still hot. Yeah.
2: You
0: didn't come here to talk about. Hot chocolate, hot coffee. And hydro we don't tell people what
1: they come to do.
0: Mark, just let me podcast. do this. You came here to listen to our rhetoric on Get Guardians of the, the Galaxy, the, the Holiday road, Special. Max. You came to hear us talk about the Ant-Man trailer. And then, of course, our main event, the Black Adam movie, which just premiered with The Rock. First, we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, the Holiday Special, and rate it. But before we do that, one we want to make sure you know. We're going to spoil everything we talk about in these trailers and the movie. So this is your universal spoiler warning. We're going to put that right here. This is Prepare Yourself
3: and Infinity Bros. Prepare Yourself. Spoiler.
0: Ah! Warning. Infinity Bros Podcast. And then we're going to give you the rating system if this is your first time. We talked about it initially earlier, but we want to make sure you are familiar with our rating system and how we rate things on this show.
3: Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step.
2: I never hear the ratings anymore because I just listen to the Patreon feed.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. If you listen to the Patreon, yeah. You don't have to hear the drops if you listen to the Patreon. Another another good reason to if subscribe. If there's a new, if you if hate there's a
2: new one, bumpers. I'm not gonna I'm I don't i do not know. You have to let me know.
0: Text it to me. Yeah, no, I'll let you know if we do a new one. My I have a couple kids that listen from Young Life and they are they're just like your bumpers are stupid. I'm like, get your own podcast.
2: <laughs> get some therapy and then get your own podcast.
1: Do you tell them to go back to Third Dad's
0: yacht? Yeah, yeah, well, actually, one of them does live on the lake. So And he has a trampoline in the lake. That's Brando. Brando d- did our uh on our podcast, our little intro. He's the one that wrote the intro. Guardians of the Galaxy The Holiday Special stars Star Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot as they engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all-new original special created specifically for Disney Plus. This will star Chris Pratt, Palm and... Dave Bautista, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, Karen Gillen, Sean Gunn. And we've done the spoiler bumper already. So Mr. Kevin Bacon will be introduced to the Marvel Cinematic Universe is how they put it on the trailer.
1: As Kevin Bacon.
0: As Kevin Bacon. That's what they're crediting him as. And Maria Bacalava, who was in the second Borat movie, she will be playing Cosmo the dog. There's a Michael Rooker credit on IMDb. I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's IMDb a reality. Had,
1: had, uh, had Matt. Murdock being in, in like six, six episodes, episodes. of. Yeah, she yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm, IMDb I'm just saying it's on IMDb. Me. Sure. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you. What is your rating of this trailer? And what did you think of it?
2: I would give this rating, this trailer a rating of let's give it a five out of six. That sounds pretty solid. It looked funny. I mean, it, it looks like the guardians the galaxy having Christmas holiday fun. And. Groot looked a little weird. Like teenage Groot looked kind of like buff or weird, and it made me wonder. Like, so because they they go to they go to Hollywood, and then they're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and no one thinks anything because it's Hollywood. Everybody looks weird anyway. So so I wondered, were they going really meta? Was like they're a version of like a Groot dress up person on Hollywood Boulevard? But I think it was just Groot. And then yeah, Kevin Bacon just shows up to be Kevin Bacon. And that is great. And so I'm very excited. And I really like the special presentation logo that they have at the beginning of this and that they have at the beginning of Werewolf by Night. Just all the glittery rainbowness. So five out of six. I'm excited to watch this at the end of November, right? November 25th.
0: Yes, it is coming out right after Thanksgiving. You're correct.
2: Oh, my goodness. I'll cook three turkeys and be stuffed to the brim and then watch Groot. 100%.
0: Uh, Mark, I'll go next, and I'll leave you for the next. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick at the same rating, five out of six, because my like understanding of this, I kind of had a really low expectation of this. I was like, this is just happening, whatever, who cares? And for me, what makes this trailer is the the showing of the plot, which is Kevin Bacon being the Christmas present. I think that's really clever. I think it's a great way to incorporate them coming back to Earth, especially with them kind of stepping away. This group appears to be stepping away after Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm glad they're giving us a little time on Earth. That's something I've always felt like. I know it's part about being in the galaxy. I just wanted a little bit of time on Earth. I hope this scratches that itch so the third Guardians of the Galaxy can go to all the corners and uh, centers of space that they need to go to. I think my only kind of issue with it is that i want gamora in it and that must just that might just be an unrealistic expectation but that's for me why it's not a six out of six so mark i'll pass it off to you
1: um i probably also would give it a five out of six i looked at it more of like the aspect of it like am i really excited for this to be a christmas like or they call it holiday special but like you know
0: right you know it's a christmas movie
1: like emphasize like, you know, really like get my heart going about it being christmas or is it just going to be a goofy you know, mess around. Um And yeah, I like seeing Kevin Bacon actually just be Kevin Bacon, which then makes me think, like, will there be a reference to Sebastian Shaw at all? Is that how we get the X-Men?
0: <laughs> sure.
1: He becomes Sebastian Shaw in the middle of this, because that'd be that'd be wild. Um If people don't know, he plays Sebastian Shaw in X-Men First Class. Uh Kevin Bacon does. So
0: there's got to be a joke that James Gunn can pull off there.
1: Is he the one who directed this, too? Yeah. yeah, he
0: directed and wrote it. He actually
1: and, took the joke with him to DC, so it's not. Uh, well, there
0: <laughs> nah, the joke is now with DC, sorry.
1: This was done last year, right? Like this was supposed to come out last year.
0: Oh, I don't know that answer.
1: So I anyways, I just wonder if there's if this is like the original, like what we were going to get. Last I, they year filmed this as they
2: were changed? filming volume three. So it wasn't. It was. Sh- yes. It so
0: was that, shot that is true, Scott. Volume three. And it's set after Thor Love and Thunder.
1: So and then Thor: Love and Thunder is supposed to take place two or three years after Endgame, right? Correct. Isn't that right? Okay.
2: The timeline's all timey wimey. Yeah. Though I did like so.
0: Well, it would it would actually technically be three, Scott, because Thor gives an exact amount of time between when him and Jane Foster broke up.
2: She was like, it feels like more like eight or three, yeah. Uh, right so, i was i i was i was left a little bit with bated breath like when they were like talking to the speaker i'm like whose house are they at i thought they were going to be at david Hasselhoff's house but they already volume. used kevin volume two mm-hmm. so i was really i was like oh kevin bacon of course that makes
1: sense so i really like that because kevin bacon's an avenger right
0: yeah that, that that's interesting that's interesting right because they worked with the avengers yeah i just i i guess i just want to see gamora but that, that, i think it's just too b- b- unrealistic of an expectation you just have to wait
2: till may of next year i
0: know I know I'm it feels weird to me. Whoa, we're playing music here. Or Whoops, in the sorry. quantum
2: realm. More like Galesa. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh,
0: let's transition over to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Thanks, Scott. Um, <laughs> speaking of Scott, Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, will explore the quantum realm where they in- interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of of what they thought was possible. This will be directed by Peyton Reed. Obviously, credit goes to Jack Kirby, the creator of this. Jeff Loveness is getting the screenplay uh, credit with Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and a very, very dressed to the nines, Jonathan Majors. Catherine Newton will be coming in as the new Cassie Lang. We get a shot of Bill, Bill Murray in this trailer. Michelle Pfeiffer is back. Michael Douglas is back. Credit right now is saying Randall Park will be coming back to this. Uh, Jimmy Woo will return in this. And then there's rumors, rumors that MODOK will be played by uh, a lot of different people. The biggest one I've heard has been Corey Stoll, who is Darren Cross from Ant-Man one let's talk about this trailer it's a little like he turns into modok that's what the rumor is
1: i i heard it was jim carrey that's a little bit i heard that
0: Modoc was, was bill murray no bill murray is definitely Crylar. that is an official credit
2: no oh, i don't even know what that i don't even know what a krylar is
1: well it would also be the first time marvel has credited someone as one character and then it's revealed in the movie that they're not that character
2: like when they tried telling us that Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't con, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, he's a guy named John.
1: Yeah. Like, okay. Like sounds that. good. Sure. Star Trek. Yeah. Max wouldn't understand. He's not cultured like us.
0: Let's talk about this trailer. Cause there's a couple things in this trailer that I want to dive deep into. And one of them in particular is around the rings that are displayed. So obviously the comedy of this trailer is really strong. We're seeing Scott, have some people that know him really well. And then other people who are calling him Spider-Man. We're seeing Cassie Newton, uh, uh, playing his daughter in this. And my, my question to you guys is one on a scale of one to six, what's your rating of the trailer? And then if you could tell us what is your rating of Jonathan major's introduction officially in a trailer as Kang, because in Loki, he was not introduced specifically as king. He was introduced um, yeah, he, as the man he who, who
1: remains, right? He who yeah, remains. he
0: who remains. It was just it was this vague name. It was it's obvious after you watch it, it's king. But Mark, I'll go to you. Tell me your rating of those two things, this trailer and the introduction of John of the Majors. Do you feel like this this was pulled off by Marvel as a menacing villain?
1: Well, yes, I think it was. I six is across the board for me. I, the thing I love about the trailer is the use of goodbye. Yellow brick road by John through the whole thing. Like, I think that was great. Um, But yeah, with Jonathan majors being introduced as King, it like makes me like on two, I'm like two paths. Is this movie like we're really like, it was so like menacing, but like also innocent. It felt to me like, is he tr- like, what is he offering Ant-Man? What happens to this movie where Scott Lang has got to decide, do I partner with this guy? Like, has he seen him do some evil stuff? Or is he trying to like, like um, what would be the word um, like trick or manipulate Scott to help him, but actually it's going to be for something more sinister that Scott doesn't understand. So like that's what I kind of got from the trailer, is like some like because there's a scene where like there's a bunch of like destruction behind Scott and it's like just him I think. So I I'm really, you know, I'm torn to what is like I told Max pre free show is Kane going to be the good guy here or perceived good guy and then turn on him at the end. And that's kind of be, going like to a be Mysterio a kind
0: play. of almost how they did in Spider-Man well, sure, too. Something
1: like that, but probably with a big, bigger payoff.
0: I don't know. The, the, the poster of him holding the Ant-Man Ant-Man and uh wasp, wasp in his hand was pretty sick. Also, it's good to see posters get away from the typical floating heads model. Scott, what's your thoughts around this?
2: I give this trailer a six out of six. I thought I like they snuck it up on you, right? There's no because sometimes like and here's a trailer for the trailer. You'll see it tomorrow. Like I was sure. just sitting at Panera drinking coffee and I'm like, oh, there's a trailer to watch, and, you know, break up the AirPods like watch right there. It looks so good. And into the the Kang being intimidating. I was immediately <clears throat> I'm scared of Kang. Like, he, you know, uh, I was thinking about it. Like Thanos was great, right? Over the entire Infinity War saga introduced in <clears throat> at the end of Avengers. But Thanos is a like he's a blunt object, right? He just wants the stones. He's going to snap it and he's going to like we even saw that in the end game, right? He just wails on fools like he's just a blunt force object. Whereas Kang is just he's got plan on top of plan on top of plan. Yeah, the, he is menacing. And so to go from he who endures or survives at the end of World. he who remains. Yeah. He who remains of just talking circles around Loki and I forgot her name. Dang it. Nice. Now, now I sound like misogynist because I Chantris? can't remember. Sylvie. Sylvie. Which one? Sylvie. You. Which one do you, you want? Know, talking circles around them. And then just, <laughs> yeah, like the couple words that he says in this and just like the way that he looks where he's all lit up and Jonathan majors is yoked and totally jacked. And I, I read the the King Dynasty comic run from the Avengers. I think it was. Like oh, yeah. Something. I think it was like 2008 it was a long time ago. Yeah. And just, yeah, <laughs> so, this guy so just plans on plans on plans on plans. And so I think he's a much different villain than Thanos, where Thanos, you're just scared of him because he's so big. And Kang is just so sinister and cunning.
1: That's where I think like this movie, he's going to look like the good guy right away because that's his plan. He wants to help help Scott. And whatever he's helping Scott with, he might actually be King. Might actually be the reason why Scott needs help, but he needs, you know, some like trust, some bond formed. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm all for it. I'm along Man, for it. I
2: went from like I'm excited about every move in the MCU because I'm a
0: total mark, right? To I am. A mark- oh my gosh, this looks so so great. weird. <laughs> <laughs> two marks. I want to show. No, I, I mark. I I'm gonna that I'm be gonna just podcast will break off for the
2: <laughs> Rose two marks and a max. Two just- marks and a
0: max. Two marks to sure. the max. In your face, Isaac. Um, no, Mark, I'm actually going to disagree with you. I really don't think they're going to take any approach with Kang being perceived as good. I do think it, his big over-encompassing plan will not be displayed in this. I think it will be little bits and pieces that connect to several properties. And I want to talk about one of those properties here in a moment before I give my review. But I, I, I think for me jonathan majors is so quintessential for this whole mcu phase five through however far they want to go because if you cannot match what they were able to accomplish with thanos dating back all the way to the first avengers movie in 2012 or 2010 2010
2: 2012
0: 2012. whatever whatever year that year if You cannot accomplish, I, mean, I know you guys are
2: 13, but it was 2000. Yeah,
0: well, Mark, yeah, Mark was watching Van Wilder when that happened. <laughs> um, but uh, if, if they can't accomplish a villain being overarching in every single property, this probably isn't going to work this time around. And I think Jonathan Majors has the acting chops, I think his physique, as you see in Creed 3, if you watch that trailer. He looks tremendous in that. And I think the costume design in, in for him in this movie looks great. I think the costume design for other people, the fact that they're comparing it to the Spy Kids 3D movie is actually very funny to me. Um and I do think it points out a couple weird flaws in it. That all being said, this trailer to me is a five out of six as well. I don't think
1: as well. Here, here's my big dilemma with six. Excuse me. You're the only one who gave a five out of six. So it can't be. Well, that's what
0: I'm out. saying. I'm saying the reason I gave it a five out of six, I'm giving it a six out of six on Jonathan majors. I think, I think he can do it. I think how he looks and how they're showing him and the limited dialogue. I'm all for it. But in the context of this trailer, this movie is right now, just it's Kang. And that bothers me. I want to see more of Scott. I want to know more of the stakes. I know that gives away more of the plot point by saying what he is doing but you've got to give us a little more. That second trailer is going to give it to us. So people like Scott, who don't watch the second trailer, aren't going to hear that. But to me, I, I really want to know. I, I think, tell me what, why are they in his hand? I I want to know that. I don't, you why don't do have you to, to tell me the outcome. Why do you outcome.
1: want to know that
2: now five months before the movie comes out? Why don't you want to know that? That's I to, a movie. Movie.
1: Max needs to know exactly what happened. So he can go into the movie already disappointed or excited.
0: <laughs> Shut up. No, <laughs> I, I, I like strange. Was it not? No, that was not me in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was a just, genre you, movie that does not scratch an itch go for me. you
1: sifting through the internet and then nope. stuff gets spoiled for you. And then you're like, don't go on the internet, guys. I accidentally spoiled. got like, spoiled no about crap. the big rap.
0: I did not even look for it. It just popped up. It I
1: disappeared. The internet just
2: came Yeah, to I was me, out there. You know, I was mentioned. like,
0: okay, who's in Doctor Strange 2? No, I wasn't doing that. Anyway, that's your moving voice
2: when you like do your impersonation, you sounds exactly what I think you sound like.
0: I mean, it's just thank you. It's
2: uncanny. Just dead. On.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, I I want to know more of what Scott's dilemma is in this, because because, Mark, there is an audience and group of people that think he's going to die in this. Do you think that's a chance? Paul Rudd to kind immortal. of really set so Kang apart I and be like, well, that's true. Like to really be like, you know what? King is such a badass that he killed Paul Rudd, comedian Paul Rudd.
1: I think if anyone, the two, 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 tra- two trails of thought here. Um, I go back to, you know, their, their whole agenda for like young heroes. And now you get a young villain, like at least actor wise, where it's like, how long are they playing? to move these people up that you have these young heroes, young villain, how many, how many years in the future are we going with that? I would say, yes, I think you probably might kill Ant-Man. I don't know why you would do it now in the third movie where it's like, I just don't get, I don't, I, it, it better make sense and it better be purposeful if they do that. But if someone's getting killed, money's on Cassie. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Because I think that's because we're still going to the broken Avengers thing and we still got time. What happens to Scott Lang if his daughter dies or not just dies, gets killed by King?
0: Yeah, what you're kind of, you're not because kind of
1: you can't he, to go towards.
0: That's a really good point. You can't take away powers from Scott because then he just goes to being popular. Like, the only thing he really has in his life is his family, and we saw him go through that in endgame, but his dilemma of where they were was more of a passing of time versus grieving hope's loss, for example. That's interesting. That's an interesting arc. Uh, Scott, do you think there's a chance that Scott Lang dies in this?
2: Nah, because, I mean, Paul Rudd wasn't clueless, you guys. Like, he's just going to keep making movies forever and he'll be ant man forever. But like if somebody's going to die, I wouldn't say Cassie because I think they want to do younger men and stuff. But, but maybe Hope. Maybe Hope Van Dyne dies.
0: That's interesting. All three of us are taking different approaches of who they think. It's
2: going to be Michelle Pfeiffer and we'll be sad.
0: That's true. Michelle Pfeiffer or or Michael Douglas would be layups too, right? Because of their age and Okay. They don't have to be contractually obligated King to the rest of these movies.
1: Kang gets killed by Kang. Maybe.
0: Yeah, there's all these
2: gangs
1: out there.
0: Do you maybe, think? Or... Do you
1: think there's a reference in this movie to Reed Richards?
2: Probably. They've got to set. They've got to start laying the groundwork for that Fantastic Four movie, and he's sure. all quantum realmed out.
0: I don't know. I mean, they, I personally or they think... disappeared
2: in the '60s and nobody knows about him, and then they they show up. Maybe they show up at the end of this movie in the quantum realm. It's like there's John Krasinski looking all
1: statuesque. Does Loki appear in this movie? I just feel like we're gonna get. I just feel like there has to be one hero. I don't know why you guys have like, sucked
2: uh, me into your Max and Mark just have outrageous. What about this? What about this? What if Godzilla shows up in this movie? You guys and he
1: just starts eating people. Why can't Godzilla? Yeah.
0: It's a great it's, point, it's, Mark. It's
1: Kang holding Ant Man the Wasp, and then Godzilla holding. King at the same well, time.
0: And and Mark, he's bigger than everybody else. That's yeah. what would make him such a formidable then, opponent no, no, for who, King. Know
1: who's, no, who's holding Godzilla? Beast is going
0: to be in the movie. Oh, there you go. There's the connection. No, I, Mark, I don't disagree with you. I think, but I think Marvel is saying the hero or extra person in this, because you know, every movie has got to have somebody else. You yeah. know, like Thor has the Guardians. Doctor Strange had Wanda. I think... Kang is that person. I think they introduced him in Loki. So everybody was like, he's oh, here. Okay, he, like, Here's he's the so bad cool. guy. I think Kang is that person for this movie. And I think the big misdirect will be whatever MODOK is. And I don't know if that's going to be Darren Stoll. I don't know if that's going to be somebody else we know, or if he'll be comedic or if he'll, he'll change sides. I don't know. But I think those are like likely circumstances versus deaths of specific characters
3: look i get it you're lazy and coffee from the grocery store is just as good as ordering from somewhere like mini world's tavern right wrong that's dumb and you should feel so dumb for thinking that does your local grocery store donate a portion of their proceeds to charity actually you know if they do that that is kind of awesome but we guarantee that mini world's tavern does that Besides, it's not like your grocery store provides an amazing monthly blend with added RPG themed bonuses. That's a limited edition Mini Worlds Tavern exclusive, baby. They are the online coffee brand that's perfect for game night. Guys, I should know before every podcast and every time I go live on Twitch, I fill an entire bathtub full of great old one. And I do my best Lord Harkonnen impression. Guys, grab a bag for yourself right now. Go to www.miniworldstavern.com slash theinfinitybros, all one word. And guess what? You're going to save yourself 10% at checkout.
0: The last thing I want to talk about here with you guys is the rings that make up his buildings. If you look at them in comparison to the 10 rings from Shang-Chi, are eerily similar of the patterns. Do you think that this is kind of the direction that they're going? If so, what direction do you think Marvel is going? is utilizing things like the bangle and Miss Marvel and the 10 rings that Shang-Chi is, is currently possessing. Scott, let's start with you.
2: Well, if they're doing anything, cause at the end of Shang-Chi, right, they said that they're calling out to something. Yeah. It's like a they're pulse sending yeah. out a signal. And that's what uh, Janet Van Dyne freaked out about. Cause Cassie made this thing that was sending a signal out to the quantum realm and the quantum realm responded. So if anything <laughs> that, yeah, I think it's just that there's all these artifacts spread throughout the Marvel universe that are calling out to something. And maybe this is what we find out what that something is. And, and maybe Kang in some iteration of himself is traveling through time, planted these things. So when they all came together with Kamala's bangles and with the 10 rings and whatever else is out there, it's like, now's my time to show up and take over this planet, destroy it, subject its people who knows, but it could be something great. Like in that, in that Kang dynasty comic book, run like there's this great scene at the end that they can't have because he's dead or not in the MCU anymore but it's like a gi- like speaking of giant Godzilla it was like giant Godzilla like King versus giant Captain America and it was some awesome awesome panels. so hopefully in King
1: Dynasty we get a giant version of somebody fighting a giant Just remember this Scott in Endgame there was a scene when they're trying to travel through time and Hulk travels time through Scott making him younger old man Cap exists Therefore, hypothetically, same thing can happen to old man. Cassidy.
2: They're
0: totally doing that. But I subscribe. to yeah. I'm with you on that, Mark. 100 percent.
2: Mark, do you have like a manifesto of all just your crazy thoughts like range <laughs> from like not going to happen to not going to happen, but maybe
0: on a scale of one to six? He's got this manifesto got just a ready to go. A couple <laughs> I sevens. I this like
1: giant binder. Like, oh, yep.
0: <laughs> Speak of
1: the devil.
2: Let um, me show you my wall behind me with all of my notes and stuff.
1: Actually, when you blacklight the paper <laughs> wall, all the notes are there. I'm well, just it's like a
0: jack like the Riddler back there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Mark, I've sent you a couple of theories and thoughts on this from people. I I personally think I'm subscribing to the theory that. These rings are parts of his ship or his chair, uh, the Kang chair that allow him to travel through uh, space and time and different universes. I am subscribing to that. I think Shang-Chi totally is going to have that. And I think Shang-Chi is going to be the way that they're going to travel through time. I think you'll we'll see in Miss Marvel that the bangles are what transport people through space and then uh, the the Ten Rings will each either and individually will have individual abilities and qualities. characteristics or all together in unison with the bangle and whatever other item. I'm sure there's other items out there can do this big thing that King is looking to achieve. And I would assume he does it in some way to make King Dynasty happen. That's my theory. Do you think
1: to at the end of Secret War or King Dynasty, She-Hulk throws King into Ari World to fight Kevin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be really fun. I don't hate that.
1: And then Kevin has You, to you just to know speak. the
0: collective majority of mouth breathing guys who hate She-Hulk right now are just like, "Oh my gosh. The eye cancer that is She-Hulk." Ugh.
2: Less eye cancer, more eye candy. Shut up, dudes.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah bros.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, massage. Yeah. Um, any other theories, Mark, before we transition over to Black Adam?
1: Over under six times. Scott makes a joke.
0: Over. Higa or hold on. Higa or Ant-Man?
1: Ant-Man. Scott Lang.
0: Oh, yeah. Six. six uh, yeah. Uh, over, over
1: under six uh, magic tricks. Um, Randall Park's character does.
0: Under, but if you set it at three and a half, that would be that. That'd be the bet that you got to take. I think three and a half. Then I'm, I'm going to take the under because I think it's going to be three on the dot. Um, Who
1: do you think? Sh- who, who do you think would most better chance of them showing up in this movie? Black Widow or Gamora? Or I'll, I'll throw a wild card. A Fox character property.
0: Fox character property.
1: Okay. Like someone. Yeah, give me Fox
0: character over the other two for sure.
1: Like does Deadpool like have a glimpse in this movie? Yeah, maybe. All
0: right. It'd be great if Deadpool was one of the wielders of one of those like uh, (laughs) items. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Like that would be so awesome.
1: Like his sword is like one of those things.
0: That'd be great. Black Adam. This movie just came out last week, October 21st. We're recording on the 26th. Uh, nearly five thousand years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned, just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the world. This is directed by Jam Collette Sarah 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 Sorry, ahead of time. Adam Stiteskol, Rory Haynes um, stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson. As Black Adam, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tamaz, Quintessa Swindle as Cyclone, Marwan Kazari, excuse me, as Ishmael, and I believe he's credited as the King as well. Am I correct on that?
2: Probably. Just with some
0: weird. I'm about ninety nine percent sure I saw that after the movie that he played the King in the flashback as well. Um and then Samir was played by James Kassadi Moyer. Uh that was the kid, uh Samir. So um no, this movie came out we out. all saw this Damn. and we're going to break it down today. Mark, we're going to start with you. What was your rating of Black Adam as the DC, the residential DC expert?
1: Um as a movie, 5 out of 6. I feel like 20 minutes could have been shaved from this movie in my opinion. Um, having said all that, or said that, I really enjoyed the, like, actual, like, you know, pardon my French, ass-kicking Black Adam gave a lot of people. Sure. I really appreciated that out of all the movies and TV shows I've watched, someone's actually like, hey, you know what, let's have a conversation, not just kick each other in the face, and then, like, sure. like chaos ensue. Like, there was actually like, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about this, um, why is, and then, you know, another good thing. Why is Elden Hodge now just appearing in a superhero movie? Like I want more black or, uh, I was gonna say black Hawk, um, Hawkman in my life with him playing it. Like that's, give me more justice society movies. That's what we need. Um, I, Pierce Bronson as uh, Dr. Fate, uh, you know, can't, you know, can't get enough of him. Uh, another, I think, another thing that gives me another five out of six is, you know, with everything happening with Black Adam showing up, and then you know the main, then the villain at the end. Uh, why didn't the Flash show up? Why didn't Superman show up? Also, this context on the sea, so like, why didn't Aquaman show up? Like, there's a lot of bad juju happening here, and no one shows up. That's that's my my big gripe when we ha- are in an established world with superheroes. And no one else shows up
0: besides. The that's not society. really fair in the context of Marvel movies and properties either. You got to make that argument in every one of those then.
1: Yeah, I, I do. OK, that's fine. It's like and, and they and the what was it? The the second Spider-Man movie makes a good point, like off world unavailable. Like, at least we got something. Like yes,
0: that. yes. Give me some communication as to but why I like, go to that
1: is like in, in uh, Hawkman's ship. He there's a that computer that's like it's able to detect threats so assuming that happens, Batman must also have that hundred percent. So you're telling me he couldn't be like, Hey, Aquaman, you gotta go check this out because there's some stuff happening, but, you know, to, to digress. though, I still enjoyed this movie as like, uh, an action movie, a superhero movie. I thought it was great, but I think I have a little more gripes because I'm a DC fan, but you know, I, I'm okay with what they do with, uh, Kondak and his origin story. I loved basically, uh, the villain at the end of sabbat and i like are we going to get uh some demon fighting dark justice league down the line so i'm excited i'm all in
0: i think scott just got scared like real time Sorry. i think we really saw uh, him get scared
1: or yeah you really did you should clip that one
0: that's either.
2: awesome so my can i see that clara so that's great my daughter oh you'll wind it up i'll just show so she brought in this thing it says rattlesnake eggs total gag and then you open it and it it like it's a little rubber band with thing, so it really did freak me out. So you got me, Clara. Nice yeah, job, Clara. Good job.
0: I want to make sure I credit this correctly. Uh, Boji Sabongi, Sabongui, excuse me, as Aman. Uh, I was incorrect. He is the teenage young man. Uh, is as Aman his name? I'm going to go next, and let Scott go last. Uh, Mark, I'm on the complete opposite spectrum of you in this viewing experience. I liked parts of this movie and so certain parts for me were significantly better, but my gripes are just more around the filmmaking than about the story. The story is in my opinion, the most paint by numbers story outside of the twist at the end. Okay. That was, that wasn't a terrible twist. But in the context of. They tried, to, for example, they try really, really hard to make this more of a Marvel movie than most DC movies that are serious um, or Shazam is kind of a comedy is what I would say this movie, like they're trying to force some jokes in uh, the rock mailed it yeah, in on this.
1: I would say some some jokes, I, I agree with you, some jokes landed and some were just like, yeah, that really wasn't right timing. I'm with you on that. No, I get what
0: you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just, the jokes were just like, and I'm like, Mr. Look, give me more jokes in superhero movies. I love it. I'm all for it. I think, I think it's the direction DC needs to go. The writing just wasn't there on this. And The Rock mailed it in. This was not a good performance by The Rock. And he looked bored. He, I couldn't believe watching him stay in like one tone the whole movie. It was difficult for me to process that.
1: Hmm? That's Black Adam as a character, though.
0: That's, I, that's an Black argument Adam. you could make. I, I think if you're going to display and convey that I'm mourning the death of my son and my people. And I have been resurrected in the way that he was. I would like to see a little more of the mourning process. Um, that's just my opinion on that. I think this child actor was awful. The oh, kid that yeah. plays him on. I, yeah, I, I, I cannot that. stress how bad his this kid was
2: over at the beginning was
1: painful.
0: He is obnoxious. The, the
1: parts that you could scrape out to make it a shorter movie are basically his parts.
0: They movie. they were trying to connect. Th- the goal going into this was that the kid would be the humanity part for Black Adam to, to latch onto. In Incorrect direction. Go with the girl. <laughs> Go with the woman and lean into her. She's the one who brought you into the world. They don't have to fall in love. I know that's like a tempting piece of the puzzle as well, probably. But you do not need this kid on his stinking skateboard going all around. It was so obnoxious. It was brutal. It was painful. His lines. It it was the cheese factor was was insane. In my opinion. Say it again.
1: Like. I would say his performance is way worse than what you say the Rock's performances.
0: I think the Rock, I just think the Rock did not give what I was for a guy. That's been like saying, this is the movie. This is my crowning jewel. He is either not a good actor, which could be a possibility, or he did not give nearly as much as we thought he was going to give because it just did not feel like he was giving much. The other thing that's like wild to me about this movie, Mark, is that The Justice Society was tremendous, like not good. Great. They were all great. They were all awesome. Their power skill set was great. The Dr. Fate stuff was awesome. Absolutely tremendous. Pierce Brosnan was unbelievable. If they went with some movie uh, about his character previous to this experience, I would be all in on watching it. I'm going to let other stuff. We'll talk about the other details in a bit here. Um, We'll talk about the connection at the end as well. But this felt like a couple different movies wrapped into one. That's my problem. I feel like this was a Justice Society movie wrapped in with what what right. The Rock wanted, wrapped in with we gotta connect it to Shazam somehow because they gotta go against him one day. Connected to you know what? We're bringing Superman back, so we gotta connect it there with Amanda Not Waller and Superman. Suicide Squad. Hedding it's Cavill. Yeah, and this is
1: okay. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's, I get you. you know, but let me let me, okay. let me,
0: let me, let me, let me rate it. Then I'll get Scott and, and, and then we'll talk. And
1: Scott, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to get Scott. I'm, Scott's so, moment. I'm too now.
0: You said I know, Scott, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> there's, there's things I like, but the biggest gripes are the, the story writing the rock and the kid is the kid is one out of six. No question. The rock. I'll give more of a three out of six because his presence alone is black Adam in that regards. But he is gonna have to clean up this acting if he's gonna hang with the other guys that are up there in this universe. There's some really good actors in this universe. So I'm gonna sit at a three out of six. I'm gonna it's to quote Robbie, this movie is mid. However, the future, there are some things set up in the future that I like. So I'll give it to Scott now. Go ahead. So Scott.
1: what's your rating?
0: My room is three out of six. Three out of six, okay. Three out of six is my rating of this movie.
1: I totally I, it. It I too way. would
2: give it a three out of six, but not. I guess, you know, like Isaac always makes fun of me. Cause I always rate movies on my show. And I think i mean talked about when I talked about black Adam, I go from bad, bad's one rating. Fine is my other rating. And then the other one is good. I mean, there's no, like, there's not a lot of middle ground. So I, like for me, it was fine. I think that, yeah, there wasn't much going on with the rocks character, but I just appreciated that he wasn't playing the rock. I think that, yes, was that is himself, true. Yes. That he was he stretched himself to not be Dwayne Johnson. Like he wasn't yes. playing the same character that he plays in Fast and Furious, or I'm sure the Jumanji movies, which I haven't seen. Like he was something different, which was very interesting to see that oh, the rock can do something different. There wasn't a lot of range in the different that he did, but it was different, which I appreciated. I thought the action was fine. I thought the kid was annoying. Like you, Mark, I thought they could have trimmed a couple minutes off. I mean, when Hawkman and black Adam fought again, I just thought, Oh my goodness. Like, I don't like this already happened And Yeah. Does Hawkman like Mark, you're, does Hawkman have powers?
1: Like, are those wings a part of his body? Does he have a suit? So like, I don't know if they took liberties in the movie, like changing up, but like from, I know Hawkman is like, his powers are like, um, I'm blanking, like almost kind of like Egyptian. Like it's like a gift to him. So like, yeah, he's just like, as you saw, like when he first gets it, that just pops out of him. And the whole thing when they said he was going to die, um, too, it's like, well, in D.C., like he just gets reborn. as Hawk Exactly.
0: Man. Exactly.
1: So it's like to me, it's like that didn't seem like a big thing, but it seemed like a very, you know, absolute like thing. Like he dies, he's done. But
2: yeah, like it seemed like Black Adam is knocking down buildings and he punches oh, Hawkman
1: and, that, and Hawkman's so like, yeah. all right, I'll fly it off. So and that's I'm that's good. why. So like that's why uh, he's able to fight Black Adam because he also has mystical powers. Okay, and that's, you cool. know, Black Adam's weakness. That's what is, I
2: was wondering. Like, is this powers. a suit like Falcon or is he got special powers? Right. No, no, so, no. It's
1: it's the suits like kind of like I'm not 100 percent sure in that lore, but like almost like it chose him kind of like the helmet okay. chooses fate.
0: Well, oh, cool. and, and it's it's a bit of a nerdy take to go like, you know what, if he dies, it's not the worst possible thing. Right. Like he's just going to come back. Like, however,
2: that's a lot to explain. And, you know, correct. That's a lot to
0: explain in an already like, to very. That happens, movie. I was
1: like, that's so, so
0: that's like, what I thought, too, Mark. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, OK, but but here's but clearly where, like, that's this, not the case. There, he's like, I know that.
2: Well, I actually wanted to kill Hawkman because, like you said, Max, Pierce Brosnan was the best part of this movie
0: by, by a mile I don't, he no, was tr- so he stole good. every scene he I, was in
1: I would say him like to me personally him and Hawkman those like that's what I wanted more of I wanted all this hodge
0: was, just, was yeah. great yeah he, yeah, he was like,
1: great but he's pretty like I mean he's a
2: sporting character so he doesn't have to have a lot of depth character
1: he was like I'm gonna stop you i'm gonna stop this oh yes, okay. I'm gonna h- stop devil man him in the suit sure but him out of the suit like I wanted more of that yeah. Like,
0: but where, where like- they dropped the ball for Aldous Hodge in this movie is they had him say in five different ways, killing people is not what a hero does. Right. Okay. We get it. You're talking about it. Let's get into the nitty gritty and show it. Let's go. And I think Aldous Hodge did the absolute best he could with the script he was given. He's tremendous. If they don't go a Hawkman movie after this, Mark, explaining all the stuff we're talking about, shame on them. Because and all this they Hodge introduced, like
1: Hawks and like other justice societies. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay, so additionally, additionally, let's go back to Pierce Brosnan real quick, because I do want to spend some time on him. Pierce like, Brosnan. Is, I mean, it's it's, it's a is, nice. do you think it's a shame that they killed him in this? Because now you can't do anything in the future with him outside well, of a prequel.
1: Here's the thing. He like he like apparates. Like his other things do. So to me, it's like, did he really die, or yes. like, did he want to retire, type of thing.
0: But still, like, do we like? Not that to, DC is the best at like getting their plan executed correctly, say, and not that so I have delusions of this. grandeur that He's he'd make a, a trilogy after this. And but a
1: villain that's killed. Sure. But you're right. Like, why kill him? Like, why?
0: Why did they kill him? I don't understand. The uh, stakes didn't ma- or and the stakes
1: didn't matter because they still block Black Adam back where it's like, why? Did oh, don't even get we're going Do- to talk why, about that in on. a second. Why yeah. didn't why? If that was Dr. Fate's idea, why didn't he apparate to the at the when he thought about that? Yeah. To Black to Hawkman to be like, hey, you know what? Don't let him sh- slam himself. Keep him as Black Adam. We're going to need him. Like, it, oh, then that what? just eliminates the the task force X bunker. So
0: I want to talk about mean? the characters, and then I want to talk about those moments. We'll come back to that. <sighs> that part requires significant conversation. So we talked about we talked about the uh, Pierce Brosnan. Anything to add, Scott? I know you've he, talked he about was, him I already, mean, but he,
2: like he he was freaking James Bond, right? And then so you plant somebody like he was Remington Steel in the eighties. Like Pierce Brosnan has been a massive movie star for decades and you drop him in this movie. He doesn't have that much to do with much to work with, with the script or the story, but he managed to freaking shine so much brighter than anybody else. Like, right. It's like, like you watch a mission impossible movie and Tom Cruise is insane. Right. But when you see him on screen, there is something about him. Like that guy is a freaking movie star. And that's how I felt every time Pierce Brown was on the screen. He was just so, so good. I love what's interesting, movie. Scott, I mean, about that scene, about Dr. Fate, like, at sure. all, like I know zero, but I'm like this is the most interesting character and he's so good. What I
0: him. like about that scene that I know, you when they fight again, yeah. what I liked about that scene wasn't them fighting. It was Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> portrayal of just like he, he's sitting there like he's kind of speaking on behalf of the audience a little yeah. bit and saying like, this is a waste of your guys's time. Yeah. We're wasting time. This is ridiculous. We got to get this together. I felt like that scene was OK. There was other scenes that were, were ridiculous, too. Let's talk about Quintessa Swindle, who plays Cyclone. My word, how they convey, conveyed her powers in this was absolutely magical, Mark. Absolutely magical. DC absolutely crushed six out of six the Justice Society portrayal of their of their superpowers and how they were doing things and how they all four work together. She is tremendous in this. Very great. Like I was kind of laughing because I was like, you know what? They kind of Ironheart's a different skill set, but if they're going for like the smartest girl in the room with Ironheart, I think DC might've just beaten them to the punch with that young girl, smartest young girl to punch. I think they might've just done that. What were your thoughts on Quintessa Swindle as a cyclone? Uh,
1: You know, I went into this just blind basically. Like I didn't know what to expect and yeah, I, I would just piggyback on everything you said. It's like, knocked it out of the park i think i like the the shining parts of this whole movie is the justice society like what they did there is what i think what people are going to want more of and i'm sure when you know you look at the rotten tomato score where it's like the critics say it sucks and the audience was like oh no man this is like kicked butt they're gonna talk you're gonna talk heavy about the justice society like that's what we'll want and i thought exactly i was every time she went and like used her powers even with like uh (laughs) Almost said black adam i mean everyone's gonna be black something i guess for characters um for uh, adam smasher like the like the visual representation they did i think was pretty good in this movie
0: her dancing was beautiful too just tremendous scott your thoughts
1: same z's i thought
2: i like again know nothing about cyclone know nothing about the character's power set but the way it's portrayed on screen i thought wow that looks really really cool and her hair was flying everywhere and it was all yeah. colorful. It just it, yeah. I mean, you know, we're what? I mean, since Batman 1989, since Superman in 19, you know, 78, 79, we're a long time in these superhero movies. So for something to pop up that looks really, really cool that you hadn't seen before is pretty awesome.
0: That's like the one. I think all four know. of them did, Scott. I think all four of them did it. Even even Adam Smasher. Yeah. And and, and Adam Smasher being played by Noah Centineo, First off, the cameo of Henry Winkler as the older Adam Smasher was oh, great. Chef's kiss. Brilliant call. Great choice. Six out of six that. Noah Centennial, Here's something I think some people are going to say. Do we think it was kind of trying to play on a lighter version of Deadpool with how he looked in his masks in his mask and that he was being a comedy the whole time? Or did you were you able to disassociate that? Because the mask to me was Deadpool. It was like, oh, my word. It's just Deadpool with a blue shade. His his jokes are different. They're not the same um, shade of Deadpool. But the look of the mask is pretty identical to me. And I think people were talking about it when this first trailer came out. But I. I didn't give much thought to it till I saw the movie. What were your thoughts, Mark, on that?
1: Well, in the comics, he like has a similar suit. So I think it's just like, it. you know. It goes back to my thought about, you know, She-Hulk breaking the fourth wall. is like, well, people are just going to say, oh, Deadpool has done it first because it's sure. the movies. Same thing sure. going to be here. It's just, you know, right. Deadpool did it first. So, like, everyone's going to compare it to Deadpool, even though. You, you,
0: you didn't Tom think Deadpool, say, do though, do when you saw it?
1: I mean, yes. There is some similarities. Sure. It's the, it's the eyes. It's the eyes portion. Yeah. The similar part. But, I mean, how different can you make a, a bodysuit look?
0: I agree. Just more so, curious I mean, if, if that if that invaded your reviewing in experience in the
1: comics. No, in the com- I mean, I you know heard comparisons before I saw this movie, but in the comics, he has like the the blue like head covering with white eyes. So, I mean,
0: Scott, what about you?
2: I thought that's like Ant Man because Ant Man gets really big, hmm. and then I thought with the mask, so I'm like the mask like it's just it's a cloth mask. I don't know if it does anything for his power set. So all I thought in was like they put a mask on him because it's really hard to CGI a giant face and so it's much easier to CGI a big blue face but I didn't know that that's what his costume looks like in the comics it's really weird to go into these movies having like zero knowledge about the comics because when they get yeah. to a Marvel movie I know a lot of things right or like, you know general knowledge but to watch them I'm like who's this character is that what their power set is I don't know it's so uh, I guess I feel like a normal person going in without you know this encyclopedic knowledge like our friend Mark here
0: yeah for me well for and, me, and, it, well, for me mean, it's just hawk it's just Hawkman and dr fate everything else was like brand new to me yeah go ahead and, i f-
1: I feel like i've talked to, about this with my beautiful Aunt kelly where it's like yeah if you know nothing about some of these like movies or comic book stuff it's like yeah it's you're gonna be like oh they're just like you said scott they're copying ant-man they're copying yeah sure you know, like so it's everybody like, had
2: like everybody has it oh a guy that grows huge that's and not that's, anything and that's original
1: what, yeah even though it's probably you know Adam Smasher might have been first, I don't know the timeline on that. Um, but it's, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like who was in the movies first? That's what matters, and that's why there's the argument to be made: to be like, yeah, no, use use the the, the toys in the, in the toy box that everyone knows, because otherwise this comparison stuff happens. Or you know, do a character that hasn't been done on the other side. So that's why I think Hot, um, where Hawkman was so different, and then in Doctor Fate's situation it's like yeah there's dr strange but you know dr fate wears a helmet and it like possesses him and then it's also Piers broston who like kicked it out of the park so that that leads some stuff there so you know and yeah I, I, i'm a
2: guy like Hawk it's, guy. like it's all well and for me like, i
0: i didn't it i did not think he was deadpool mark that's not the point i'm making i just was more of like oh wow that's like way more like the deadpool movie than i thought this was going to be like because when I saw the trailers, I didn't. For whatever reason, that just didn't click with me. All that being said, Adam Smasher was a breath of fresh air in this movie. Um, his a whimsical approach to life and his lack of experience and all this Hodge saying you and me later, those jokes worked for me. Mm-hmm. Adam Smasher hitting on Quintessa Swindle's Cyclone was hilarious. Those were the jokes that I was like, audibly laughing in the theater. I really enjoyed that. I'm
1: happy they still gave Cyclone a little bit of red hair. Because, you know, Hollywood's just eliminating. Yeah, we're back on the redhead comment.
0: Yeah, we get it. Mm -hmm. We get it.
2: Um, I see Nicole Kidman every time I watch a movie, Mark. They're not getting rid of redheads.
1: Well, one, they're going to keep one. Everyone remember, look at this freak show over here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I've got to. I've got to edit again. Here we go. I got to edit again.
2: We got to edit um, out calling Nicole Kidman a freak show.
0: No, we'll keep that if you want if You okay. want to attach yourself to that, Scott? We'll keep.
2: It I there. I was in love with Nicole Kidman when I saw Batman Forever.
0: Uh, right. I'm sure you were.
2: <laughs> Chase I was like Marine. five or six, but you know, I was 13, and it solidified my feelings that I was into women.
0: Mark, what did you? <laughs> we're gonna move on. Mark, <laughs> what did you think of the? <laughs> yeah. Of the Council of Wizards transforming uh, Shazam in the beginning, uh, excuse me, transforming Octon in the beginning of the movie. And it's basically, you know, this callback to the Shazam movie with what's going on there. Was that exciting to you? Did you enjoy that sequence? I I did, but I thought you did. What do you thought?
1: It made me actually want to go back and watch Shazam. I have not seen that since seen in theaters. Oh, really? And, yeah. And with all that said, like Shazam's one of my favorite DC characters or Captain Marvel. Yes. The original Captain Marvel. Um, True. Because I, I had such a sour taste in that movie because it wasn't what I expected. But like, you know, my wife Kelly loved it because it's like, oh, this is more like a Marvel movie. It's like funny and, you know, actually enjoyable, not dark the whole time. Um, but yeah, that, that scene, I was like, yep, appreciated it. And it's like, OK, I think I should go back and watch Shazam. So.
0: I kind of was worried that there wouldn't be some connection to Shazam. And I don't know why I thought that coming into this. Because I guess my thought in this going was, was like, all right, is DC just going to make a solo movie with Black Adam and that's it? But this connecting point should have really been the the telltale sign that like, okay, this is connected to the greater DC universe um, and whatnot. Uh, what did you think? So let's, let's go to this. We talked about this earlier. The scene where they send him down into the water bunker where they – we get the character forgive me i'm forgetting her name right now from uh, uh james gunn's wife is that his wife
2: Amelia harcourt jennifer holland yeah they just got married
0: really okay well I there you go thank see you scott feel a lot scott. more of her in the
2: dceu
0: seriously she, her and, my
2: she and michael rooker showed showing up DCEU a lot the
1: DCEU anymore scott it's just dc universe is it sure yep they that was an announcement a couple days ago or maybe it was yesterday Where just
0: dc it, universe
1: the EU is dead and it's now just a DC universe. Yeah. So the DCU. It's no longer extended.
0: DCU is fine. I like DCU. That's, that's a better way to put it anyway, in my opinion. But yeah, she's down there. So you're connecting to Peacemaker. You're connecting to the suicide squad. You're, it all felt those parts felt actually much smoother in terms of connection points, in my opinion. But you get this total scene in the middle of the movie, Mark, and this is probably my biggest gripe in this movie where it feels like the movie's done. (laughs) Right. Like Like the movie felt done at that point. I I was like,
1: all right, this is how it ends.
0: Yeah, me too. I was like, here we go. And then, and I thought, okay, the sequel will be what happened in the third act of this movie. Yeah. Which is the legions of hell. Summon Sabak To terrorize conduct. And it's like, did, did you feel this scene was important? Like, in my opinion, Mark, they could have gotten rid of this entire scene.
1: I 100% agree with you. I didn't think we need. I think this this has to be the reshoot stuff, right?
0: Man, I have I never believe- seen a movie that where I'm going, the third act could have all been gone. This is right? the first time I've ever said that.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's
0: real talk, Mark. Like you could have they could have gone into completely other territories. The stuff you were talking about with Justice Society, they could have. They could have said, all right, here, here's where we go there from was, here with them. There
1: was a whole point. I was like, they're going to they're going to end this movie without Black Adam being around. Like, the Justice he's just, yeah. just going to defeat Savak, and like, that's it. That's what I really thought was going to happen.
0: Yeah, really? they, you I thought
1: that was going to happen. Yeah, because I was like, he's well, as soon do- as they
2: stuck that thing in the rock's mouth, I'm like, well, that's coming out in 15 or oh, 20 minutes. It was a long time to get to that third act.
1: Well, I it was, a I was a long
2: just sitting there to get waiting. Therapy. I was like, all right, when's know. that? When's he going to pull that out of his mouth and say Shazam?
1: And I'm did. just like surprised. Like, why did we need to go back to Amanda Waller with all this crap? Like, why couldn't we? we couldn't that have is a weird thing that, that she
2: is persisting throughout the DCU
1: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she has so much power apparently that she's able to summon the Justice Society. She is like demanding them go get Black Adam. And, and even at how, the end, how how she's been of?
2: I thought it was right? just the Suicide Squad. They're
0: she's not like in. Co- she's not in control of the Justice League for sure. I think not maybe that's your answer, Mark, as to why why they weren't there.
1: Well, is the Justice League even there? Is that even yeah? And the
0: other thing is this: like, you get the scene where he's in Amon's room, and it's all the Superman stuff, and he obviously, you know, he lightning bolts Superman's face. You got all the Batman stuff, and this is one of the things that DC does in these movies that just drives me nuts. They're like, oh, Superman and Batman are in this universe, ha 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 ha. Here well, they are. White they're Woman, in this universe. Cyborg And Wonder Flash, Woman. They're Batman. all in this universe. Ha 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 Yeah, the, the, it's like it, it's this coy thing where they're like, yep, they're part of it, but they don't know how to connect it efficiently. And it just feels crass and so, so Patronizing to see it on screen. It it's feels just really like
2: weird because I think that, you know, you guys didn't like Miss Marvel that much, but right. It feels earned that there's an Avengers con because everybody in the world knows that yes. this group of Avengers saved the world. Does anybody know that the Justice League went to buttholistan and stopped whatever <laughs> happened? Like, <laughs> no,
0: buttholistan. Like, like, right? like,
2: and so do, like, why would there be? lunchboxes of superman maybe Superman.
0: i agree well i agree with, 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 Tell that, me why.
2: Said,
1: with that said <laughs> they're in um uh, uh which movie was it um either the f- the bad the justice, justice league, league or movie. the bad
2: four-hour justice league which
1: one well it, both of them and then i think donna the four-hour
0: one was good leave him alone
1: Don, okay. even the donna justice one you we see scenes where there's merchandise being sold so
0: there is well, and in Man of Steel, Man of Steel, in my opinion, you can sell that Superman's the big the real deal because yeah, of what yeah. happens in Man of Steel.
2: He does. Take he that does, what you want. He does save a global catastrophe. But yeah,
0: that's a big deal. I can Batman I can live with those Superman people
2: stuff. and oh, yeah. put this guy in your
1: lunchbox. Exactly. He,
0: he, yeah. Let, let me. I am.
1: Crazy. He's not 100%. murdering good people. He's murdering bad people.
0: And awesome. this is another reason. This is another reason I hated him on. It's like because he he's like you Americans come in here and mess everything up. It's like, dude, you are a superhero fanatic. You should be over the moon that these guys are here. Right. You do not get. He does not get to be the person that makes However, that claim. Maybe the Justice
1: society is like the Yankees to him, like you either love him or hate him. Like, the League, then say like, it. Then show hey,
0: I'm me I'm that. Like... Then show me that. Then Then he should have given a line of like, well, you're not the Justice League.
1: Yeah, right. that would have been Worst, a great. You're line. not Superman. Hey, yeah, right. Yeah, that should have been. Yeah, that's
0: happen. what you should have said. The kid was obnoxious. He was so brutal. Oh my gosh.
1: And force. So it was brutal. just like,
0: oh. Oh, and the whole movie so could have been
1: avoided. And like this mom is like wants to protect her son, but then gives her the evil, gives him the evil crown.
0: Couldn't believe oh my it. My
1: gosh. What if he got killed with that crown? Then he becomes Sabak.
0: Yeah. The whole the whole idea for the Justice Society. And Black Adam was that they were going to take this MacGuffin, which was going to bring hell on earth to this guy, and their their idea was, we're going to exchange hell on earth for this kid. Come on, confirm
1: Max would let the child die.
0: That one, maybe that kid. Yeah, that kid, maybe. Not gonna lie to you. Hell on earth. It was hell on earth when he hell on on earth. It was just awful.
1: And apparently the Hell on Earth was pretty easy to kill. I mean you just needed like a Okay, so
2: things that were totally unnecessary. That was so dumb. Uh, All like these hell beasts, like what do I like? What do I care? That was so bad. Brutal. It
1: reminded me so much of the Hellboy remake where it's just like when if you've seen it, where it's like these demons are summoned and then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, they're just destroyed because they were just you know, solved it. Because I had a baseball
2: bat and a lead pipe. That was yeah. like the worst game of Clue ever. It was all right? the people with the lead pipe in the city square,
0: <laughs> and Let's all the kill him. Yeah, yeah! Yeah, this yeah. this garbage. Get out Where of here. Where was
1: DDP, man? That's right. He was doing <laughs> yoga, so he wasn't available. Apparently, he's a really good yoga. Mark, player. I
0: can't believe you gave this yes. a five out of six. If you want to backtrack, that. now's your chance.
1: I'm not going to backtrack. Overall, like movie wise, great. I had fun. I have
2: one more really thing that I you're, you're telling one me you didn't that really have
1: fun seeing Black Adam rip Sabak
0: in half that was pretty that strange. was cool that was cool yeah.
1: i
2: really hated like speaking of derivative and stealing from other movies that have probably already done it before but the scene where black adam was moving really fast and everything was slowed down all i could think of were the quicksilver scenes from x-men days oh like yeah past. And it was just like and they're even playing like a pop song it yeah. was it was just all i things like brutal adam peters did this better all I want well, is um, not necessarily Frank Evan boner. Peters. The production Frank
1: boner, team. Ralph what Boner, Ralph Boner. Sorry, I do like I do like how they visually hashtag show him boner talk that fast for Max. Yeah, hashtag boner talk, but not the way it's not the way you think it's spelled for Max.
0: Mark, for just Max. say what you need to say so we can move on.
1: I just I was just saying I do I did like how they made him look. When he was moving fast. I like that visual representation yeah. he
0: did. It was it was the same as Man of Steel. Yeah. Like it was the same speed level of like you could see literally the sound waves move.
1: Yep.
0: Um speaking of Man of Steel. Uh Mark, as as much as I would say this movie's mid, this post credit scene is incredible. Uh six out of six. Seeing our boy Henry Cavill back I and did.
1: I thought right away Amanda Waller meant the, the, the Green Lantern corpse. Because she said, you know, we really? have people from space. So you didn't know that. about
0: this? You did not know about this oh, post no, not at all. Dude, I was Oh, okay, like, I, I was I've i known like, about this. You made it to yesterday and didn't know about it? Good for you, Mark. I've known about Wait, this for a long when, time. When movies come out. Good for you. you.
1: I don't look for them. I don't go, I don't be like, hey.
0: Well, no, they, they were, Variety mm-hmm. was, because Variety was reporting, Mark, about Henry Cavill coming back to the DCEU. That, that the time was you yeah now it's dcu coming back
1: i heard that stuff i didn't know he was going to be in the. but they were either.
0: talking about it they were like saying he's yeah he's in the like, post-credits
1: video he's like you see so black
0: adam and i'm british well see i not,
1: i didn't yeah. I and the know rock
0: the rock said stuff. it on tour too mark the rock yeah, was saying it openly in i
1: i know movies coming out i go completely dark on that stuff i don't look well, for good it. I'm, I don't just, know. I'm not you and like hey dr strange two, does uh reed richard show up
0: no, oh, that's not Blackpool's what I looked up. That's Captain
1: Britain. Oh interview. my gosh, they're all this showing is, up. Mark, I, rude, I'm rude for this movie. Whose fault is this? It's not mine. It must Mark, be terrible. It's an
0: interview. It's an interview. <laughs> it's literally an interview for The Rock talking about the movie. And he openly speaks about it. And people are like, "Uh, so apparently he's in the movie. Yeah,
1: no like, you don't not. just
0: look for that. I didn't. And I had no understanding hey, Max, of this till Max, like a week or two me, ago okay. that he was how even going to be did back. You see
1: the video. The video just showed up on your on your. It's what? on my Twitter.
0: It just scrolled up on so, my Twitter. Yes, so people you I follow on Twitter
1: when stuff is going on. Well, maybe you shouldn't follow them, Max. when stuff doesn't get ruined. Well, Mark, it was an, an open, open had an, interview from Variety.
0: Well, like you want me to? I, I, I don't look, follow I'm Variety. S- I don't know. What I'm not saying you is. I should. I'm not saying you should follow Variety, but I'm saying that's a publishing news source. Yeah, maybe that is like showing movie. videos of that. I'm just saying that is not that is not looking for spoilers. So no, that no is just them reporting. Three out
1: of six because you've been like, like forensically evaluating this movie. And like no, I'm forensically
0: on. evaluating the movie, the post credit scene, whether I know the information or not. Six out of six. Our boy's back.
1: Yeah, he's well, our boy's and back. back, back and that's after, all that matters. After all our bickering, he's back.
0: He's back. In, Praise be. Let's probably, go. We're finally we're getting, getting it.
1: a Man of Steel 2 movie.
2: Do we want Zack? Do
0: we want Snyder back for it?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: I Why think not? so, too. Man I'm with you. Steel, I want Snyder back for I, the so second. So I
2: finished watching this movie. I came home and started watching Man of Steel. Yeah. Because yeah. Man of Steel is grossly underrated. I texted you, Max. Like, it's yeah. just
1: so dude, good. The movie was so good that I remember, like, I, like, told my dad, I was, like, we're going to go. I, like, my dad doesn't like going to see movies, but, was, like, you have to come see this movie because I think you'll enjoy it. And he hey, I He's cry like, that,
0: every time I watch Man of Steel. It is, in my opinion, aside from, you know, obviously the passion of the Christ, the most accurate depiction, in my opinion, of like thematically who Christ is. I really believe that. Like somebody who loves people so much, so much that he is willing to go to the ends of the earth to save them. I just love it. It's, I eat it up, Mark. I'm 100% with you. Give me Snyder back. Let's, Let's let bygones be bygones. I think if James Gunn, can get that guy in a room and go. What do you want to do? I want to make this movie like this. Cool, let's do it. Well, they like, made Don the We will together.
2: go,
1: so yep. they've got a relationship. Well, that, that exactly Scott. Like he's coming back. Like if if James Gunn's in charge, he's like I'm getting I'm getting Zacky boy back. Yeah, and we're gonna make some magic again, and it's gonna be. Yeah. And that back. means Affleck's coming I, back Snyder too.
2: can make great movies, but he shouldn't have been the one setting the entire direction well, for the. D- exactly.
0: exactly.
1: However, I will I will argue this, and this is this has been heavily publicized. When Zack Snyder was making that movie, they were going through corporate changes, and there were so many hands in the cookie jar. And then he had also personal things talking about the Justice League movie. Yeah, he had the same way. Like there was too many people involved with that with that portion where it's like I think if it was you take it all away, like I think we would have got a different movie than what we got. You know, five years later with Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think the vision would have been more concise and better. And I think we we potentially still might have or a, a current um, like DCEU timeline in a different world. But now that we have I, two two leaders yeah. and we're not we're going to take and they're probably going to be like, hey, you know what? We're not going to let everyone that has the higher title have input on this. We're just going to let these directors go. and I think that's and that's why Marvel and Disney is so much more successful with their movies because of that.
0: Let's let's let, daddy, let's they get let it.
1: daddy Feige do daddy yeah. things and let the daddy Marvel just be magnificent.
0: Let's get everybody back, Mark. Let's let's t- let's take all the good things that happened in the Justice League right, four hour cut, George which is good, back. Scott. By the way, that's that's incorrect. It is very good. I'm not going to have that type of slander okay, on my so podcast. So it's good,
2: but a better filmmaker would be able to make a good movie that doesn't take four hours.
0: I can agree with that. I that's a fair with that. assessment.
2: That's that's my I, assessment. It is. Good, I can, but a better filmmaker doesn't argument. need four hours to make a good movie.
0: Personally, Otherwise,
2: Germans are great, you guys. I'm sorry they take three hours. <laughs>
1: I mean, there's Godfather Part One and Part Two. There's Justice League Part One, Part Two. I'm with you, Mark.
0: I'm with you. I think Justice League had. I think the direction they were going, Scott, was it. I think. I hope James Gunn can do it well. I'm very excited for him to be in doing this, and I think what makes Black Adam work, though, for me is I do think he's a formidable foe. Mark, you are correct for how much he he destroys people. He is a formidable foe for Superman.
1: What is it? For Superman, it's kryptonite and magic. And his enemies are basically anyone that could wield like, you know, what Black Adam can wield or Shazam. Like those those dudes can defeat, hypothetically, can defeat Superman. So,
0: yeah, let's do a Shazam a and animal. Superman versus Black Adam movie. Let's make it happen.
2: That's exactly what I don't want, though. Like, I don't because Henry Cavill is Superman going- in three movies, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Justice League. One of those movies, he got to be himself. Everything else, he's fighting somebody that he ends up fighting alongside. Like,
0: But how do you top what you did in Man of Steel on a solo movie? Like, do you have him go against Lex well, Luthor? Because not many people love the way Brainiac that – Braini- But then in Brainiac, you're back to Man of Steel. Same concept. You're back to this machine trying to take over the globe. I'm not saying I'm against it. I Honestly, I think it's been enough time that I think we could get another like – you know what? The globe's in trouble. It's time for Superman to come back and save literally everybody. You could bring some of these people back and have them die or get absolutely destroyed through the process, too.
1: Well, I wonder if if they're making Black Adam be a good guy, potentially. Are they going the route of injustice? Because Injustice, he's a good guy. And there's a, there's the sides. And he's, I think he sides with Batman in that. I'm not. That remember. is interesting. So, like, that's the whole thing. Like, clearly, they're making him. In my opinion, I think they're making Black Adam a good guy um for now so that's why i think like yeah you have to go with superman it's got to be otherworldly things you can't do it like the the like the foe superman 3 with brandon Routh and the whole concept is lex luther wants to create more real estate sure. so that's not really going to be a movie that everyone's going to want to see i think you, you got to make it like a big bad again like brainiac
0: yeah i think and brainiac's a formidable lex, foe Luthor,
1: lex luther <laughs> lex luger not the wrestler lex Luthor. <laughs> um in his in his uh luther suit the big you know the thing that he can fight yeah. in. so you gotta do stuff like that in my opinion so Scott, the that's
2: a problem inherent in superman is that like literally all throughout the first justice league or four hours of the justice league you're just waiting for superman to show up like he nullifies the rest of the justice league they're unnecessary once he shows up and that's always mm-hmm. my big problem with superman I could be wrong, but as somebody who just watches Superman movies and hasn't really read a Superman comic, he's just so overpowered. And it's just, all right, he's going to come in, save everything. We know you were fighting, what was his name? Beetlejuice? Darkseid? No, the guy with the the horns. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf.
1: Now, if he has to fight Beetlejuice, then he he is an equal foe.
0: (laughs) Beetlejuice, that's brilliant.
1: Okay, but with all this said with this movie... I'm actually more excited for Flashpoint now, because like if if they're having this direction where it's like that's tying in stuff like that could. Also
0: oh, yes. Happening. So do you think the public will be able to overlook Ezra Miller?
1: Yeah, he's a, he's atoning for his bad deeds. So uh, that's what we'll people see. want.
0: We'll see. Well, Scott, thank you for coming on and being on this episode with us. It was wonderful to spend 90 minutes with you, actually two hours two for us, hours. but 90 minutes with you it's a pre-show you got to check out the pre-show to get the other I got, 40 minutes
2: patreon.com slash the infinity bros check out the pre-show where we discuss ghosts mark's orange light max making out with either mark stopped. or
0: me i'm not making you know, out with either of you don't a don't lot of stuff solicit that, happened that. Yeah,
2: yeah in that pre-show that you should check out and i'm not yeah. just saying that uh as like i'm like the you know the men the 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 hair club for men like i'm not only a, a, a member, or what is it? I'm not only present; I'm also a member. Anyway, I'm a patron. I support the show because I like it and I appreciate it. So you should too.
0: And and we support the Christian nerd. We really you do like that. We, do. we 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 strongly encourage you to check Mark check his is podcast. Literally
2: out. a patron. So thank you. Yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. So make sure you check it out. Uh, links in the show notes. Make sure you go give give Scott some support. If you're looking for someone diving into the biblical perspective on pop culture and nerd culture, there is probably no better podcast out there in my wow. opinion yep. if you're not into that that's okay that's yeah, don't okay be into it
2: that's totally weird.
0: fine don't do it uh just send him an angry email and make fun of him for me you can even say I'm the one that wrote it feel free yeah. uh Mark thank you for coming on uh for as max, always no it was Bruce real <laughs> it was great it was not real great
2: hey Mark I enjoyed great. being with you I thought it was great
1: I enjoyed being with both you guys I don't know why max is always so mean to me all the time because I enjoy his time his friendship. And his loving nature as a human being, and I thank would you. never trade anything in the world for him. So,
0: Mark, I mean to you, but you know that I have your back, and I love you as well. Mm-hmm. You know this. So, thank you, Vineyard Bros Universe. Wherever you listened, however you listened, thanks for making your podcast experience in community with us. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on the links we all talked about pre-show. You can see those in the show notes, as well as Scott's link to the Christian Nerd Podcast. As always, we we'll love you guys 3,000. We'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the
2: Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Infinity
3: Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at Infinity Bros Podcast at gmail.com.